What is up? This is the Six Month Behind Podcast for the months of May and June. I am Pat. And I am Sean. And we're finally back. How you doing, man? I'm good, dude. Uh, how about you? I'm all right. We, we've, we've been back a lot, but we've been doing what's next and not really getting around to the, the weekly books. Yeah. Uh, you know, we made this move to the monthly format for six months behind where we're just reviewing the entire month at a time. And because life happens, um, we're cramming May and June all into one. Yeah. I was, I, I told you right before you hit record, um, Conrad Thompson is the guy who does the wrestling podcast and he hosts Jim Ross's podcast and Eric Bischoff's and Bruce Pritchard's and several others. And he and Bruce Pritchard have had trouble recording the last few months. It's like Conrad had an event in Vegas and Bruce had to go to Saudi Arabia with the WWE and Bruce was doing something else with the WWE. And it was just, you know, they just having to do, kept having to do reruns and replays and all this stuff. And, Finally, one week, they're like, okay, we're back. Here's the schedule for the next six weeks. We promise we're never going to miss again. And the next week, I'm listening to another replay. It's, yeah. it's Tony Schiavone hosting a best of. And I'm like, what What happened? When well, the next week, they came back. And Bruce didn't explain how he lost like six teeth. but <laughs> And he's mumbling because like six of his teeth are literally held in his mouth with stitches. And oh that's, that's what it missed the previous week, man. It was pretty funny. So we're not the only ones who miss podcast recordings. Yeah, dude, I mean, you know, I don't know if you want to get into it, but your mother, who is not a young woman, had open heart surgery, and, yes. you know, that's a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, uh, stuff happens. We're recording this on July 3rd, and I was sitting in the living room last night, and Daddy came in from the rehab facility, and um, Renee and I had been talking. We're like, you know, what are you going to do on the 4th? Because I'm, I'm off on Thursday, you know, I'm like, well, probably nothing. Just kind of thought I'd mow the grass, you know, tonight, and, you know chill out on the fourth, maybe barbecue something. Daddy comes in. He's like, well, your mother's coming home on Friday and we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to get to bed. We got to move to bed here. We got to elevate the bed. And we got to, I need this and this from Lowe's. And I'm just thinking, well, I just filled up my day. Okie dokie. Great. Yeah. It's all good, man. You just, you just want one day off to like sit around and not do a whole lot. And now I'm shooting for Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's okay. Football season will be here soon enough. It will be here soon, yes. Yeah. Yes, it will. Um, uh, before we get into the books, yeah, these books came out um, a few months after Stan Lee's death, really like two or three months. And these are all Stan Lee tribute covers. And each one of them's got a, a page to Stan Lee on the side of it. And that's what you see, you know, at, at the top, it's got that little black strip and it says Stan Lee date to date. And people really loved them because it took all the trash off the cover, just left the cover artwork in that one black stripe. People really love these covers, man. Yeah. And, and it tells me that Marvel should maybe make that a, a thing. I mean, not necessarily keep the Stan Lee tribute up, but just, you know, th the cover art is so good on almost every one of these books that just let it speak for itself. Yeah, you don't need an Avengers logo covering up a third of the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Just let the art speak for itself. It'll yep. If it doesn't pop out on the rack just like it is, then you're not doing your job. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, one more thing before we get into it. 
uh, I just like to to give a shout out to the two guys who, uh, the two middle aged men who were sitting in a barbecue restaurant in Alabama, watching sexually explicit anime at full volume on their phone during lunch. Just <laughs> sub dudes, we're doing this for you. This episode is is dedicated to you guys because, wow. Paige was on the phone yesterday. The young lady I work with was on the phone and we were trying to get some rate quotes from, from a truck line and Paige is by no means a prude. Okay. Sure. I mean, she's 27, 28 year old young lady, but as she's talking to the young lady at the truck line on the phone in the background, there's like two or three guys discussing their trip to the, to a strip club last weekend. Oh God. And, and, Literally, she's like, I'm not in business with him anymore because that was the, the most disgusting phone call I've ever been a part of. And this one was not approved, but these two guys, and it was just carrying all, it just all carried right through the phone. And everybody's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. We, um, I spent a lot of time on the phone at work. And, uh, on Saturday nights, it's all dudes in, in, at work. And, and occasionally our, our conversations get a little blue. And, and every now and again, one of us has to be like, Hey, I'm on, I'm on the phone. Can you guys shut up? Cause we don't need to be talking about that on. There you go. Yeah. On And you know, we, we do security stuff. So it's all recorded lines. That's funny. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, Hey, everybody be quiet. Stop talking about, you know, boobies or whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway, by the way, we're recording this for the weeks, the books that would have come out on June 1st and unlimited only put like half the books up. Really? I went back and looked Cause I thought there's only 26 books and most of them were some, were, were some kind of dump. There's only like eight new books. And I went and pulled the list for what should have shipped on December 26. Sure enough. They're missing like half the books. I was like, they, okay. They dumped a bunch of them like the week after though. Or is that I, just what shipped that week? Because I remember no, that's this this week. If you look at this week's books for July the first, uh, whatever year this is, twenty nineteen, they're 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 not all there. Oh, you mean what what dropped Monday? Yes, two okay, days. Ago. I haven't I haven't looked at the brand new stuff. I've been concentrating on May and June. So ah, there we go. Yeah. Speaking of May and June, yeah, yeah. Uh, the yeah, email is uh, we can. Okay. Uh, yeah, we hadn't done this in a while. Uh, if you want to email us, you can get in touch with us at six months behind at gmail.com. That's the number six months behind at gmail.com. The website's www.sixmonthsbehind.com, where most of the alternate covers for the last few weeks are up. Most. I'm missing one or two here and never. Most of them are there. Uh, dude, I'm surprised you had time to do any of it. Yeah. Um, and then follow us on Twitter at six months behind. Where go. sometimes we post that we have a new episode and sometimes we post our opinions about comic books and sometimes people don't like those opinions. <laughs> Not us, man. No, because, no. you know, people who write comic books or, or do comic book podcasts are just supposed to keep their opinions to themselves. Apparently, yes. Yeah. Also, we discuss spoilers. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm running the Twitter feed, and I ain't keeping my opinion to myself, so y'all can suck it. There you go. <laughs> it, these books were from weeks ago, and we're recording this in July, and you're probably going to be listening sometime in July. So if you haven't heard or read, excuse me, May and June books by now, well, we're sorry for your luck. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the Infinity War event wrapped up this month. Yeah. First you had Infinity Wars five and six and it, it wrapped up. Um, they wound up defeating first Gamora and then Loki to get the gems. Adam Warlock took the gems and scattered them to the universe. Um, let the gems decide where they wanted to go and who they wanted to be with. There's a pretty funny scene there where he's sent her a Peter Quill and said, well, I guess this old Jim didn't want you. And um, yeah. It, and Drax died. Um, yeah. Yeah. And there's, I don't know if it's already come out yet, but there's a, a special issue about Drax coming out. I think it's called fallen guardian or something like that. Yeah. Um, He'll be back. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it was all right. Dude, there, are, well, since I opened it, one, two, three, four, Four new books out of 22. Oh, I see. Yeah. The rest of them are Dark, dark Hawk because, you know, we needed the Dark Hawk books. Um, along the way, they managed to recreate all the universes in the order they're supposed to be in. Um, I wonder how Reed Richards feels about that. I don't know. I don't, Because they made it so nobody will remember. So, you know, they wrote that in there. That, that nobody will remember it, so Reed Richards won't care. They created an alternate world for the the uh, combined characters from the universe. It was it was good, man. It was all right. So you know, we get what was it, Doctor America or Captain Strange or whatever he was. We get Iron Hammer and all those guys hanging out in their own universe. Um, those and in Infinity Warps one and two. We, we get to see a bunch of those characters explored and there's really some decent stories in there. I mean, if you're over this whole infinity thing, I completely understand because the war of the realms is only right around the corner. But, um, if you're not over it, those infinity warps are really pretty good stories. Yeah. Uh, there was some good ones. Iron hammer was okay. It was basically what if Tony Stark was actually Thor? Yes. Um, it's combined, man. Yeah, yeah, it was good. The Sleepwalker thing, uh, is Sleepwalker a character that's existed before? Because I get yes. the impression, okay. I got the impression that he's like some old character that nobody really knows, but some writer was a fan of, and they decided to chunk him in here. Um, I really enjoyed the Weapon Hex uh, line. Yeah. Which is basically Scarlet Witch and X-23 together. That was good. Uh, but my favorite was Ghost Panther, where it's um, it's uh, Ghost Rider and Black Panther, like they get combined. And basically, T'Challa is, you know, regular old T'Challa, uh, you know, son of the King of Wakanda, future Black Panther. He get he's essentially exiled from Wakanda, goes to America, becomes a stunt rider, dies while doing a stunt, meets the Spirit of Vengeance, who basically in exchange for being resurrected from the dead, he becomes the ghost rider and the black Panther and consumes the souls of evil people. It dude, it was rad. How do you give me the wrap up signal for infinity wars? And you keep talking that in two or three minutes. I wasn't, I was go, I was going, woohoo. Oh, I thought you were giving me a wrap up signal. Okay. Oh no, right. no, no, no. I'm sorry. I, we really are out of practice. Yeah, no, I, I was, I was trying to silently protest War of the Realms. Ah. Not that I have a look. War of the Realms is coming and it's going to be cool. 
But the thing I'm not looking forward to, because I'm totally in on Jason Aaron doing this big event, but it's going to cross over with literally everything. 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 And this is just going to become the War of the Realms podcast for five months. Yes. And hopefully they ship this thing on time so that, you know, sometime we're done with it by December. It did. Yeah. And I read, I read the final issue yesterday and because I haven't been reading many of them, but I read the final issue yesterday and it's a pretty good payoff there at the end. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. That's that, that makes me feel better. Yep. Next we have our Avengers book. Avengers number 10 is actually Avengers 700. So it's like 60 pages long. Most of that devoted to um, Atlanta's fighting the Avengers. Namor is mad at the world, what's new, and he's put together a team of people and they're fighting the Avengers. Um, number 11 is kind of one of those, what would you call it, a reboot issue where they're just kind of, you know, Thor and Jennifer Walters slash She-Hulk are making out. Um, you know, everybody's just kind of spending time together. And this is the, that's the issue that really irritated me because it shows Ursha Major you know, the big bear. Yeah. The, 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 the Russian, Russian bear. Yeah. Right. The big Russian bear. Last time we saw him, he was hanging out black widow, um, Hawkeye and, uh, the one soldier. And he was this happy, happy, lovable bear, you know? Well, now he's like this raging drunk that everybody's afraid of. It's like, <laughs> yeah, he's completely transformed the character. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I, I, I don't know. Next, we have the Avengers Halloween special. I couldn't care less. It and was okay. I, I, the first story, there's it, like with a lot of these special issues, it's like multiple short stories. The first one is pretty good where Daredevil basically gets an eye transplant, but he starts seeing ridiculous things and starts killing people <laughs> that he loves. And it it's it's like the Avengers meets Twilight Zone. It was okay. Okie dokie. You, you know me, man. I'm a sucker for the Halloween stuff. Sure. So. Next, we have West Coast Avengers 3, 4, Who 5, cares? and 6. Boring. Don't care. I was going to say, did you read that? <laughs> Lord, I have not read a single issue of this abomination that is a West Coast Avengers comic book. No. <laughs> okay. That brings you know us to our X-Men book. You know what else I didn't read? Astonishing X-Men number 17, because this book sucks. I told you it did, man. And you can Dude, say, no, it's good. No, it's the good. The first like 12 issues are great. And, and then the, they resolve that storyline. Get a new just, writing team. Yeah. They got a new writing team and it just blows. Dude, it and did. It, it's, it ends at 19 or 20, I think. And it's all about, uh, what's his name? Trying to put a team together. Havoc. And failing, Havoc yeah. Uh, Havoc was a bad guy who became a good guy and he's trying to put a team together and it's all going terribly for him. Cause he's still kind of like a felon. Um, so no one wants anything to do with him. And it, this book blows, uh, it, it's getting canceled just like the rest of everything else in the X-Men books. So there you go. We're going to skip extermination and come back to us, yeah. which brings us to Iceman three and four, Mr. and Miss X, five and six, multiple man, number five of five, 
Secrets of the Uncanny X-Men number one, Shatterstar two and three, Typhoid Fever X-Men number one. Do you know what this whole Typhoid Fever thing is? No. They okay, did good. a Spider-Man one, then they did an X-Men one. Uh, There's several of them floating around. Yeah, and like they're doing Typhoid, it's like Typhoid Fever colon Spider-Man, X-Men, Daredevil, Moon Knight, whatever, you know. Sure. Uh, I don't know what they're doing here. I don't know if they're like seeding something for a future event or if they're just like one-offs because they feel like one-offs. None right. of these seem like they're in continuity. So I don't know, but I don't, they're not bad. I just, I, I don't care. Okay. Um, how about X 23, six and seven. Now this is good. Um, you know, you got um, Mariko Ta uh, Tamaki doing this. Uh, in this, in, in, in issue six, you've basically got, uh, X 23 running a, um, they're running a mission to, you know, this whole thing has been, they're trying to find the scientists from the, the weapon X program to ensure that none of this can ever happen again. They're basically killing the scientists, um, and making sure that no one can ever perform the, the weapon X stuff ever again. So Gabby goes undercover as a kid in a middle school because they think that somehow there's a science teacher or a science program that's uh, doing some sort of that's involved somehow. They turn out to be right. Uh, they sabotage a um, science fair. Everything kind of goes terribly and then um, you know, Laura and, and, and Gabby saved the day. It, it's good. This, yeah. um, the, since it was all new Wolverine and then became X 23, this, this book has been good since they relaunched the universe. And I, I'm yeah. hoping it's selling well. Cause I don't know. Next we have, I don't know. I'd have to look, um, X-Men black Emma Frost. There was five of these X-Men Black books, and they basically rebooted the five major villains. Uh, Magneto, Juggernaut, Emma Frost. I forget the other two. This Emma Frost book is by far and away the best because it takes Emma... The last decade or two, she's been this tweener character, which is kind of like half evil and half good, and she still is that tweener character, but she took over the Hellfire Club. And she manipulated the X-Men while she did it. So it's pretty free and cool. Yeah. Um, her whole thing now is like overthrowing the Hellfire Club. No, she I'm... did it. Oh, okay. Now, well. Yeah, that's what she did in, in, in that black book. I thought that was her plan and she didn't. No. Okay. No, well, dude. She, she gets... I don't know. I, I read it six weeks ago. I don't know. She catches Sebastian Shaw in bed with a... Um, teenager which That's apparently right. is what it does yeah. all the time and you know destroys him of his power then she has the x-men take out all the other facilities around the world and she stakes out sebastian shaw and assumes power oh okay there you go i read that i should i should know that but i don't know it's been a while since i've read it so yeah but now you're left wondering okay well what does emma frost do with the hellfire club now I can answer that, but not for a few months. Okay. As long as that doesn't just become a plot, a plot thread that dangles forever. 
because you make a big move like that and all of a sudden you're just like oh yeah and, uh, we forgot all about it as long as they're doing something with that that's fine no oh, they are i'm down with it okay yeah i all this x-men stuff's in flux so i don't know what's happening and what's getting left behind yeah we're going to talk about that in a moment okay uh x-men red um gene gray and her team have a big showdown with uh oh crap what's her name uh, the, uh the, cassandra the, nova cassandra nova yeah the evil telepath lady they go to the island of genosha she calls in namor and, and the atlanteans uh the avengers show up which is weird because like namor and the avengers are kind of at odds at the moment anyway what's continuity um but yeah they have a big old uh, big old fight and you know that goes about how you think it does sure X-Men the exterminated. I didn't actually read this. I don't care. Okay. I didn't know if it was like wrap I think up I did. termination. I actually think I wound up buying it off the newsstand seven months ago, but I don't care. Okay. Weapon it, X. I, I, I assumed it was um, like wrap up stuff from extermination. Was it, it was. Not? Yeah, it was. Okay. Are we going to discuss extermination at all? Or is it still going? Yeah, no, it's coming. It's coming. Okay. All right. We're going to tie, we're going to tie it all together. Weapon all right. X 25, 26, 27. Do you care? Not really. Um, Azrael or as Az, Azazel shows up in in one of these issues, who's like Nightcrawler's dad and also the devil or something. I don't know. Um, he's a fun character, but it, I don't know. This book's gone off. The, we've said this for a while. This book around issue like eighteen or nineteen. This issue, this, this series has jumped the shark. Yeah, it's um, the quality has diminished greatly. Yes. So extermination four and five we have nathan summers fighting ahab fighting the x-men finally the x-men realize that the young nathan summers even though he killed the old nathan summers slash cable is actually a good guy and he's actually trying to save the young x-men from the past because what he knows is if the x-men from the past aren't returned to their continuity then the future will not live on as we know it. So he's trying to capture all these X-Men to put them back where they belong. Eventually, the rest of the X-Men, the rest of the team, realize this is what's happening. They defeat Ahab. The young X-Men return to their past. Jean Grey erases all their minds, but allows it so that they will know that it happened at some point in the future. At the very end... We see that Nathan Gray has periodically been talking to someone just once or twice throughout the five issues. That person is finally revealed to be a resurrected Cyclops. Yeah. Last screen, last panel. Yeah. You got his dad Cyclops sitting there. Yeah. And not, not young Cyclops, like adult Cyclops who died during the, the IVX thing. That's yes. Cyclops. That's Cyclops. Yes. <clears throat> Next, you have Uncanny X-Men 1 through 6, and which have come out the last couple of months. Um, I started shipping fast. So they're confronted um, first by X-Man. X-Man is a character of supreme power who was created sometimes in the 90s, maybe? Yeah, it was the 90s. Yeah, and he's like from an alternate universe. Yeah, he's like all of the X-Men or something like that. 
Yeah, he's like Nathan Gray and... Yeah, he is Nathan Gray, he's but like, he's, he's like, like an got, alternate Nathan Gray. Right, he's hmm. got like all the powers of Cable with the powers of Jean Gray. Yeah, and sometimes that manifests as like an amalgamation of a different X-Men, sort of. I, it's been a long time since, one, he's been around. Two, since I've read anything about him. In fact, I was probably still a kid when that was the case. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. He, uh, okay. If you're bringing sure. So man back that whatever. Matthew Rosenberg, Kelly Thompson and Ed Brisson are the three people who are writing this and they really are doing a good job with it. I I'm still buying it off the newsstand. We all know that Hickman's coming. Uh, his first book is going to ship July the 24th. His next book will ship the 31st. Uh, he's coming and he's going to right away, wipe away all of this. I understand that, but these guys are writing some good stories here and they're entertaining stories. And w what happens is X-Men takes a group of people and make him their disciples. One is Angel, who becomes Archangel, who becomes a disciple of X-Men. Magneto's one. I forget who the other two or three are. And they basically become his horsemen, so to speak. And issues one through ten are the X-Men fighting this event. And then in the X issue 11, they go in a different direction. Because all the X-Men are, well, they go in a different direction. Hmm. There you go. We'll leave it at that. Alrighty. Um, yeah, uh, I'm enjoying what's happening here, but I'm having a hard time being invested because yeah. I know it's all going away. Yes, it is all going away in six months. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I'm okay with it because they're putting, uh, Hickman on on the series and whatever he's going to do is going to be awesome. And I'll have forgotten about this, you know, in a few months. We but, just, go ahead. I don't know. It feels like every time you hit a stride with X-Men, they reset things. Yes. And, and these people, by the time issue 13 or 14 comes out, they're, they're really hitting a stride. They hit a stride with number 11, but they really hit a stride about, 13 or 14 and that's not saying this isn't a good arc this is a great arc it's just you know dude you got hitman and i and we just did a podcast on the illuminati and specifically hitman's run on new avengers and i i wound up reading all of hickman's new avengers most of his avengers run and now i'm reading secret wars mm. so i'm of the opinion if you want to give it to hickman give it to him yeah and there had apparently been some editorial issues with this too, because they agreed that, Hey, there's really great stuff happening with the X-Men right now. Why don't we bring Hickman in? And he just continues what this is. And Hickman basically said, nah, dude, if you, if you want me on this book, that's fine. And I'll do it, but I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to have complete creative control. And that means canceling all this stuff and do, and not starting over, but, doing something different and i'm i'm fine with that but it was it was a discussion within the upper echelons of of marvel publishing too 
Yeah. I, I can tell so. you how they get there and what happens in this thing, but mm-hmm. now save it. For, it's it's, a, it it's for spoiling like issues seven through 14. If I tell you what happens, and it's really spoiling the end of this first arc. So anyway, only yeah. the Spider-Man books, uh, amazing Spider-Man. Um, I'm really enjoying Amazing Spider-Man. I've I've enjoyed it for a while now. I mean, you know, Dan Slott's run, but you know, we're we're a good ways into Nick Spencer's tenure on this on this comic so far, and it's not bad from someone who brought you, you know, um, Nazi Captain America. He actually is not doing half bad on on Spider-Man. No, he's um, not. First of all, I want to say this whole idea of like an anonymous group for uh the loved ones of superheroes is a really neat idea uh you know jarvis invites mary jane to this anonymous group and it's literally anonymous because when you walk into the room they have technology that that blurs and pixelates your face to everyone around you so that no one knows who you are and they all sit around and tell stories about what it's like to be the ordinary person in the life of a superpowered person, you know, um, and it's a, it's a group for her to lament and also celebrate the fact that she's with Spider-Man and what that means, you know, the sleepless nights, but also that she's in love with someone who cares about other people so much. And I, it's a neat concept. It's something I, I really like. And I think is an attention to a detail that, often gets overlooked in these books. Now in this, otherwise Spider-Man is teamed up with uh, black cat. Who's no longer a mob boss, by the way. Um, they spent months building black cat up to be like the new Kingpin and then like knock that down in moments. Uh, to me, it was a lot of wasted potential, but whatever. Um, so the, the thieves guild that black cat basically runs or is a part of has been stealing uh valuable items from superheroes and she's recruited spider-man to to help her recover these things because she feels that that's not what the thieves guild is about and that these items are essential for these heroes to save people so they go do that they find this vault uh the thieves guild shows up there's a big fight um, it, it's funny because Spider-Man gets to like use all these uh, different things that that belong to other superheroes. You know, he's he's got an Iron Man mask at one point. He tries to use the Eye of Agamotto, and eventually he finds a cell phone. Cut to the the, the a group of Avengers along with Tony Stark and Reed Richards who are devising these very complicated plans to find all of these items. When uh, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel says, Hey, um, well, they stole my bag and my phone was in it. And Hey, you know, that app that finds your phone. If, if, if it shows up, you know, the, the find your phone app. Well, it just pinged and (laughs) Reed Richards and Tony Stark are standing there like, Oh, this is embarrassing. We we could have just we could have done this. Cut back to 
the fight with the the thieves guild spider-man's got a cell phone he's like hey a bunch of avengers about to show up you guys should probably like leave um anyway they get all the stuff back to um all the heroes save the day um and then what what's really interesting is black cat reveals that she doesn't remember who spider-man is that she she remembers all of the things that have happened with them um but doesn't remember him so he makes the decision to reveal her himself to her his name's peter and and she remembers him um which is nice and then he goes home and tells uh, mary jane about it who's perfectly fine with it and in no way is this ever going to come back to bite him in the rear end uh and then setting up the next few issues is this guy that we've been seeing for the 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 since the first issue he's like got all these mummy wrappings on him and he controls bugs i don't know what this dude's deal is but apparently he and spider-man are gonna throw hands here at some point soon anyway i enjoyed it um one last thing i saw spider-man far from home last night it was fantastic it was perfect for for what it was um excellent spider-man movie 9.5 out of 10 and yes they're doing with spider-man exactly what you think they're doing yeah okay uh also in the spider-man books we have i don't know because i scrolled down to look at something else uh what have oh we have the spider again event how'd that go um well first let's talk about miles morales number one so pat did you read miles morales number one i did not no no okay so uh, this was kind of a big deal because this is the first time they're doing a Miles Morales Spider-Man solo book without Brian Michael Bendis, who is now writing for DC. Um, really? I yeah. They had. <clears throat> no. Okay. So everybody's kind of nervous about what that means. Um, but, but I don't think they'll have a problem. I mean, you've got, um, you got Saladin Ahmed writing it. Brian Stelfreeze is doing the covers. Uh, Javier Guerin's doing the the interior art. Um, the first issue was good. The first like third of the book is kind of a recap of like who Miles Morales is, what he's been doing lately, what's been going on, all the way up until the end of his last um, series. But then it kind of launches into the standbys of like his problems at school, problems with girls, you know, mom's kind of, you know, ticked off because his grades aren't as good as they should be. And she doesn't understand why, uh, even though she knows he's Spider-Man. Um, and it ends up, he, he starts investigating these like children that are going missing, uh, runs across the rhino who he tussles with for a little while but there's something else going on with these kids who have been like brainwashed or something uh it's all there at the end of the 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 issue um it was a good first issue it was it was a strong first issue okay i enjoyed it good um peter parker's spectacular spider-man uh, i think is tying in with the um spider-geddon thing um it was all right. The, the spider Geddon thing is, I don't know. I enjoyed the first 
Spider-Geddon thing that's going on um, the first time around. The second time, not as much because it's it's basically a rehash of the same story with a few new faces and a couple different things going on. I mean, you know, you've got the inheritors, they've returned. Um, you've got all these different Spider-Men who have been recruited across the universes to stop them. You've got some of the old standbys, but you've got some new ones too, which is cool. Uh, one of the big hangups this time around is that um, Doc Ock, who is the superior Spider-Man these days, uh, there's a schism between Peter Parker's faction of spiders and his because Otto wants to kill them and thought they should have killed them last time and they wouldn't be dealing with this problem. So you've kind of got this split between the spider team and that, I don't know. I'm not into that really. Um, but otherwise it's just them fighting the inheritors again and it's okay. Uh, the spider Gwen stuff's been good. Uh, cause spider Gwen's another one that they, they relaunched with a new creative team after, after the original team, uh, moved on and it's been okay. She is, um, she has found herself stranded in an alternate universe where, um, uh, I want to say hobby Brown and that is not it. Um, Norman Osborne's kid. Normie. No, uh, 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 no, Normie's uh, the one in. Uh, Normie's, Normie's, um, uh, Harry. Uh, Harry, Harry, Normie is Harry's you. son. Um, Harry Osborne became Spider Man instead of Peter Parker, and Gwen Stacy became the, the Green Goblin, but she was a hero until at some point her dad died and she had like a psychotic break and now she's evil. And so Gwen Stacy from Earth 65 is helping this universe's peter parker and mary jane fix the this world's gwen stacy um that's been all right um yeah it uh, it's okay uh the spider getting stuff's i don't know it's kind of a rehash of the same thing with a few a few different seasonings thrown in but it's still the same dish if that makes sense absolutely yeah any other spider books coming on? No, nah, because they all kind of um they all kind Spider-Man of Spider-Man Deadpool still sucks. Yeah, I, yeah. Um that Carnage Born uh the Web of Venom Carnage Reborn number one was actually pretty good. It's doing this thing that like the Carnage that, that Carnage Limited series did a year or two ago, where they're involving the whole Carnage symbiote with like mm -hmm. these elder gods and this like death cult, and I find that fascinating. But it was all right. It was good. Um, otherwise, go. pretty much everything's crossing over with the Spider-Geddon event, which has been just all right. Okay. Next, we're going to race our way through 73 616 books. Yeah, very, it's very quickly. It's probably more than that. Black Order 1 and 2 is actually really entertaining because each, at least the first two issues, have been from the perspective of a different member of the Black Order. So that was really cool. Um, Black Panther five, six, and seven. You still got the Panther in outer space, and I don't know why. I, oh, I, dude, uh, this was I, I'm really enjoying this. I enjoy this kind of like sci fi, uh, Wakandan empire across the stars thing going on. But in the most recent issue, the Njadaka, who is um, Killmonger, you would know him as Killmonger, basically 
kills Bast and takes her place as a god of the Pantheon. Uh, that was pretty rad. And uses yeah. a venom, uses a venom symbiote to do it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's become an eternal god, and uh, yeah, that's that's fun. Uh, yeah. Captain America five and six also good. Both both Black Panther and Captain America being written by Ta-Nehisi Coates. Um, Captain America is just good right now, dude. I mean, you know, he's dealing with this this Hydra lady who's trying to rebuild the true Hydra. He's dealing with Thunderbolt Ross, who seems to have betrayed his country. Um, and he's asking a whole lot of at the same time, which is and, and this is why I like it, and it's why I like Tanasi Coates' writing, is that he during this whole thing, he's locked he's asking lots of existential questions about what is America now and and what is his what is Captain America's place in it? You know, because from his perspective, he represents an America that no longer resembles the America that he remembers. Sure. Um, champions is good. They're still doing the world world D and D type thing. It's been all right. Cosmic ghost rider is dude. It's, it, it's cosmic powered Frank castle running around with baby Thanos. What, what more can you ask for? There you go. Um, daredevil. It's actually six, nine, six, 10, six, 11, and six, 12. Mm-hmm. Do you read these? Yes. Yes. Six, nine, and six, ten wrap up the Kingpin storyline, the Mayor Fist storyline where all the guys are trying to get him. Uh, six, eleven, and six, twelve. I, I'm trying to decide, man. It's been out for a while now. It's been out for a while. Just do it. Just pull that bandaid off. At, at the beginning of six, eleven, Daredevil is hit by actually Matt Murdock is hit by a bus and rushes to an emergency room. He recovers and it kind of changes his perspective on life. So he does things differently. He acts differently. And at the end of 612, you realize, no, nothing's really changed. He died when he hit the bus. Yeah. Everything else has been basically a hallucination. That is the, just his brain firing neurons as he's dying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Really, really good. Yeah. So Matt Murdock is dead. Charles souls leaving the book. Chip Zdarsky picks it up and Dude, we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Um, Here's one thing. Uh, Did the Kingpin resign as the mayor or not? Was that part of it? No. Okay. That's what I thought. All right. I I don't think so. No, no. Because that was part of like the, the thing that happened. Like they, they had a whole, um, they had a whole like legal trial and, and, and took the kingpin to court and he ends up resigning his office. And then you find out, Oh no, this is Matt Murdoch hallucinating. And then he dies. Yes. So I couldn't, I, I wasn't sure if like that really happened or if that was all part of him losing his mind and dying. Yep. Next we have uh Deadpool six and seven Deadpool six is one of the funniest books I have read in forever. It's where Kip, Kill Puddle was after him. Deadpool doesn't speak to the whole issue. It's hilarious. I mean, not one quip, not one line to the to he laughs in the last couple of panels. It is great. It really Scotty Young is killing this book. Um it takes Deadpool, a lot of skill to do a silent issue that's also good. To do a yeah. a full comic book that's 
yes, it's a visual medium, but there's no dialogue whatsoever. You're just telling a visual story that that's hard, man. Yeah. Uh, dead man, Logan one and two is surprisingly good. I, I thought we were just going to see old man, Logan just kind of die over 12 issues. It turns out it's, there's some really good stuff there. Um, and it's a really entertaining storyline. Definitely inhumans. Number five. Yeah. Uh, it, it was good. Um, did not end the way you thought it would. I'll just say no. that. No. Turns out all the inhumans aren't dead, which is what no. I was hoping for. And, uh, uh, enjoyed the, enjoyed the journey. Didn't love the ending. Yeah. Um, Dr. Strange, seven, eight, nine, Dr. Strange has been very good. Yeah. Um, Mark Wade's writing it. Um, dude, uh, apparently the doctor strange that we were dealing with was an imposter. Uh, the actual doctor strange shows up, fights the imposter who turns out to be some teenage girl that doctor strange locked away in the, the, the astral plane or something like that. I, I got a little lost in the details, but, uh, the, the science lady alien that he was traveling around with turns out he, she finds out about the time stone and, and why he hid it from her. She got pissed and left and now we're on to a new story arc, but yeah, Dr. Strange was good. Yeah. It's been really good. Um, Domino eight, and nine is a surprisingly entertaining story. I've given up on exiles. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just, I don't know. The first like story arc was way better. Yeah, it was. Um, fantastic four, three, four, and the wedding spectacular are all really good. Yep. Um, and, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm I'm still buying that off the newsstand. It takes a lot for me to part with four bucks to buy a book off the newsstand because what happens is I show up and it's four bucks for this book, four for that one, four for that one. Suddenly I'm out, you know, 10, 12, 15 bucks. And yeah. um, but dude, that I'm still buying that fantastic four because it's so good. Yeah, you walk into the comic book store expecting to spend twenty dollars and walk out having spent sixty. Dude, can um, I just say, I, I go to the seller, and there's these guys driving beaters. I mean, just just they're just driving hoopties, man. I mean, cars that you know are twenty years old with three hundred thousand miles on it and look like they're you know been wrecked three times and are falling apart. Yeah, paints peeling. Yeah. You know, yeah. And go in and spend 60, 70, 80 bucks on comic books every week. Every week, I see them there about the same time I am picking up books, and they're spending 60, 70, 80 bucks on comic books. Dude, they got okay, their priorities man. in the right place. I mean, you know. I guess, man. These sure. are the guys that are keeping the, the industry afloat for now until the, the tariffs kick in, and all of a sudden your $4 comic book becomes a $12 comic book. Yeah, but you know we we're not paying any that. of that. We're not paying any of that. China's paying for all of it. Yeah, that's right. China's yeah. paying for all of it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let's it, move it, on quickly. At least it's good that Fantastic Four is a good four dollar comic book. It is. Yeah. Immortal Hulk eight and nine is really good, man. This is a good horror story. Yeah, I'm really enjoying the horror bent that they're taking on the Hulk. You know, and I've said this before. I'm not a Hulk guy. I don't read the Hulk. I've been reading this because Al Ewing's just killing it here. Yeah, and, he is. Yeah. Killmonger one and two. I'll be honest. I haven't gotten around to nope. Marvel Knights 20th anniversary. I have no idea what's happening. Have you read it? I've read the first two issues. 
I, and I kind of didn't want to read the other two. Why? To be honest. Because everybody doesn't remember who they are, and, and it, it's weird, and I don't understand it. That's the beauty of it. Okay, maybe I need to read three and four, but uh, I mean, to me, that's me. that's the best part. You know, is 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 the Punisher and Bruce Banner remember who everybody is, and nobody else does. So they have to like convince Daredevil who he is, convince Elektra who she is. You know, convince all these characters that okay, you've been mind wiped, and somebody's mind wiped the planet, and we got to do something about it. Okay, I'll read issues three and four and report back next time. Marvel two and one number eleven last issue. Thank God. Uh, yeah, now, World, I, I didn't understand. Like once Fantastic Four is back, you don't need two and one anymore. So it was like yeah. you know, Reed and Ben working out their issues, Susan and Johnny working out their issues for an issue. Okay, whatever. Yeah, uh, Miss Marvel thirty six, Miss Marvel, uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. It's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, man. Uh, you know. These are old standbys. Yeah. Um, old Man, Hawkeye, 10, 11, and 12. That's the end of this series. Really, really good. If you haven't read read it, I would encourage you to go back and now that you can read the, the entire 12-issue run, I would encourage you to go back and read it. Good book. Good. Surprisingly good. I might. We'll see. We'll see how this uh, Dead Man Logan thing finishes up and we'll go from there uh punisher four and five punishers go into war against hydra and and uh baron zemo that dude, dude punisher punisher killing everybody in the convention center while baron zemo is watching on a monitor powerless to stop him is hilarious dude <laughs> it's great it this has been some of the best punisher writing in a decade yeah since, since matt fraction was on the book runaways 15 and 16 don't care yeah. Shuri two and three. Shuri's good, but uh, if you're not into it, you can skip it. Thor seven and eight is building up to the War of the Realms. Yeah, okay. Tony um, Stark Iron Man has been all right. It's uh, I do it's an Iron Man book. Apparently, Dan Slott's having a hard time getting this written and shipped on time, so he's got a co-writer on the series now. Huh. So okay. I don't I don't know what that's about. Yeah. See how um, that goes. Yeah, uh, I'll be honest. It's been so long since we've read some of these books. I kind of don't remember. Okay. Squirrel Girl 38 and 39. I blocked it from my memory if I ever had it. Uh, they're still searching for Tony Stark because he's gone missing or something. Uh, Unstoppable Wasp 2 and 3. If you like Nadia and, and the Unstoppable Wasp thing, it's more of the same. I really dig this series. If you're not into it, I get why. But... Uh, she's a really fun character to me. Uh, Unstoppable Wasp is one of those series that, you know, you read the Avengers and Immortal Hulk and some of these others that are like really serious and contemplative, you know, like uh, the, the Black Panther and Captain America is right now. And then you read Unbeatable Wasp to, or Unstoppable Wasp to, uh, to unwind and just have a good time. Sure. Do you care about any of these last four books? No. Venom 8 and 9, it, it's not bad. Uh, Weapon H, they're still isn't, running isn't around. Isn't bad. Yeah. Yeah, they're still running around Weird World and Weapon H. What if Magic number 1 was not bad either? Um, and then Winter Soldier number 1, I actually haven't read. Yeah. There you go. I haven't either. Moving on to Star Wars. We're in the home stretch. 
and, and um, I, I didn't put all the Star Wars books up there because there was the um, there were so many of them. There was um, the one shot with who was the villain from Episode One? Darth Maul. Uh, yes, thank you. That was good. Yeah, it was good. There's a Mace, not a Mace Windu, um, Qui Gon Jinn comic that's also good. There's a Mace Windu coming. Yeah, yeah, they're doing uh they're doing like an old republic series where they're doing a bunch of one shots of right. a bunch of those uh prequel characters. Right. Um but you've got Solo a Star Wars story adaptation, exactly what it sounds like. It's the comic book adaptation of that movie which you can watch on Netflix because it's there. Oh, reminder. Uh Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is now on Netflix. So if you didn't get to see it in theaters, drop whatever you're doing, stop listening to this podcast and go watch that movie. Yeah, because Netflix isn't going to tell you it's there. It's just buried deep in the content. Yeah. Well, I got a banner saying it was there. So, yeah. Okay. Um, and Stranger Things drops in a few hours. So go watch it while you're waiting for that. Uh, Star Wars 56, 57, 58. So in the wake of um, the the Republic fleet, kind of, not the Republic fleet, the, the Rebel fleet. They're not the Republic yet. Uh, the rebel fleet kind of being decimated at uh, Makota base. Uh, the, the trio Luke Han and Leia go to this planet and it's basically dude. It's, it is very much meant to be rural America town planet. It, it is the middle of nowhere. You know, they, all the buildings are made of wood. There's a barn, you know, people are doing farm work um, the old fashioned way. And they're kind of exiled and stuck on this planet until the next transport leaves, which is going to be a while. And Luke's kind of like having a fling with the farmer's daughter. It's kind of a weird um, side passage. And it's like, uh, what are we doing here? Star Wars is a little weird right now. Hopefully as long as he's not having a fling with Leia, I'm good. Yeah, no, I don't think they're going to do that. I hope um darth vader 23 24 and 25 wrap up this darth vader series he finishes building his castle on mustafar with the help of um moman the 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 mask that is inhabited by a ancient sith lord what did, did have you read all this have you finished Dude, that, it? that was outstanding man if we still did books a week those would be my books of the week month year they were amazing specifically 23, 24 and 25 are some of the best Darth Vader writing ever. Yeah. Charles soul killed it on this comic. And I'm sad that there's only 25 issues. Um, if, if you read any of these star Wars comics, go read Darth Vader. You don't even have to read the first few issues. Just start with the castle Vader storyline and, and read that. I would encourage you to read all of it. But if you just want to get in on this, just read this Castle Vader story arc and you'll understand why we rave about it. It's amazing. Hmm. Um, Dr. Afro has gone off the rails and I've lost interest. Hans, uh, Han Solo, Imperial Cadet. If you have seen Solo, uh, the movie, you remember there's like a two year gap where he leaves that he leaves Corellia and goes and signs up for the Empire. There's a two year gap in that movie where he does that and then you meet up with him again and he signs up with the 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 smugglers group this is what he did in those two years i I was disappointed in this series it's not great yeah 
we'll leave it at that. It's not as it, it, you can, if you're a big star Wars nerd, maybe you, you want to read it, but it's not essential at all. Right. No. And that's it. We're done. Uh, and I think we got it in all in about an hour. There you go. Two, man. We're, two, we're, it's impressive. Yeah. Two months worth of comic books right there. We are desperately going to try to get back on a regular schedule where we're doing this just month by month rather than cramming two months uh, into a into a single episode and we can discuss some of these comics in a little more detail. Um, you're going to continue to get what's next on a regular weekly basis because those, quite frankly, the rationale was we were having a hard time doing this podcast every single week because it, it demands more of our time. But what's next, we can crank out we can spend the same amount of time doing this show and crank out three, a month's worth of what's next. And it's good to go. So you'll continue to get what's next on a re- weekly basis. Uh, we'll be doing this show on a monthly and unless something goes horribly awry, uh, we should be on our normal schedule. Yep. Anyway, uh, Pat, you got anything you want to mention before we go? Nope. I'm good, man. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at six months behind at gmail.com. That's the number six months behind at gmail.com. The website is www.sixmonthsbehind.com. And please follow us on Twitter at six months behind. Um, yeah. Uh, everybody have a happy 4th of July and we will see you next time. Peace. Bye.